Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Unapologetic Review. We're back in the building. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only your host, Cash Banks, and I got my right-hand man. Black Caesar was good, was good, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back in the building. It's another episode, a lot to talk about. But before we get started, you're used to it, you already know. And if you're not used to it, I'll let you know right now. Go and follow us on Go Unapologetic. That is on Twitter. You can also follow us at the Unapologetic Review Show on IG. Listen, a whole lot in the headlines this week. The news just kept coming in, but definitely there is a number one story trending everywhere in the world right now. A very big story. And that story is literally, no pun intended, moving really fast. (laughs) No No pun intended. Ladies and gentlemen, Shikari Richardson, first of all, shouts out to Black Girl Magic. Now, while we're talking about Black Girl Magic, we also got to talk about why we might not see it in Tokyo. Ladies and gentlemen, after this young lady took the heart of millions, and I mean millions, literally, All of a sudden, it was announced this week that she failed a THC test. Well, she had THC in her system. She failed a drug test for the Olympics. And basically, what ended up happening is she was suspended. Now, when this came out, this was literally just not too long after she qualified. Now, imagine how that sounds. A lot of people already had money on the dice game. Yeah, she was the favorite. By far. Yeah. Everybody was already saying this was in the bank. This young lady runs with Grace, and they were already comparing her to Flojo. Yeah. Like, literally, this is, I mean, let me just paint the picture for the young listeners probably out there. Maybe the ones that remember Flojo, she was nothing to play with. Long nails and all. I'm about to say, yeah, she, yeah, she was the um, she was the other one with the long nails. That's right. Yeah, That's like right. she's bringing back all That's those right. vibes. All of them. Right. She actually, like, now that you mentioned it, the more I look at her, you're right. Okay. I mean, when you look at her statue, she looks like, like Flojo. Flojo. Yeah, yeah. Literally. That's what I'm saying. I didn't, I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it just now, but you're right. Yeah, like, you look at her up and down, she has the hair. Yeah. The body physique. The, body, the, the, the nails, nails. The form. The form. You're right. And that iconic point that she did at the end of the race, that's a Flojo. That's a Flojo move. It almost felt like, um... Nikki at the gym type vibe. Absolutely. Okay. No, it's definitely, you can you can tell that it's kind of like a passing the torch yeah, yeah. type of situation with her. And I think that's probably why this hit the world as big as it did. That's a good point. Because you basically just saw greatness. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like the joy just got swallowed up. Literally. It, it damn it. Like, the few moments, the few hours, I guess, days that she was, you know, before the, the, um, the hype, yeah. came out. You're right. It, it, even now, it feels kind of nostalgic. Like, because like you said, she did, she, she, damn, that Flojo vibe. I remember that vibe. Like, that was. Yeah, no, that was nothing to play that with. That was nothing to play with, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got you. And I think that's probably why it's hitting yeah. everybody so hard right now, because it's like, it's been a while yeah. since we've had it. Like, literally, the men's track team, you know, you got Hussein Bolt, 
You got the Michael Jack Johnsons. Michael Johnsons. Uh, you got those type of cats. Yeah. And then you look at this for the women. They've always had dope runners, but this they, young lady. Yeah, she was kind of that. I mean, you know what? Now that you mention it, I will give you that. Yeah. And I again, like I said, when the story first came up, I didn't know much about her, which I'm sure a lot of people didn't. But all I know was I saw her win the race, and then the story came out. But just outside of the story, talking about her, I'm with you. I can see why she captured America the way she did. She does have a huge Flojo vibe. And like you said, for those who don't know who Flojo was, Flojo was, I mean, you could call her the Michael Jordan of female strap. Easily. Outside of um, yeah, Wilma, easily. Wilma Rudolph. You know, those two names are the names that you, so. Yeah. It, damn, okay, yeah. Yeah, like when you look at her, you're kind of looking at it and you're like, okay. You know, she has the energy. She has the charisma. Yeah. She has the demeanor. Yeah. Which is definitely like just more than an athlete. You can tell she's real chill. Exactly. She's all about her business. And when that gun sounds off, it's lights, camera, action. That's the way Flojo was. You know, Flojo was good. She knew how to make the interviews. You know, you love the interviews, but you forgot. Like, this is the same lady that just like blew past you. Yeah. So what ended up happening is she tested positive for THC. Now, in a time where, you know, marijuana, cannabis, the Green Goblin, whatever you want to call it, in a time where it's almost legal, almost everywhere else, a lot of people are outraged right now. Uh, yeah. Because they're saying, like, what the hell is going on? Like, this is the same thing that most of these companies... Now, this was interesting. Somebody said most of the people that own these big companies are invested into companies that are dispensaries. Yeah. And the funny part about it is some of these people are on the same damn board. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Man, listen. All I can say is it's a cycle. You have... You have somebody spinning the web, right? To make any economy work, you need those who work and those who are workers. And at the end of the day, those who are workers and those who create the work, they make these rules. They make these systems, these guidelines, and it's, it's an evolving circle. So like you said, the same guy who is essentially chastising this, this, this girl off of, you know, marijuana, could very well be making millions of dollars off of it. So I wouldn't doubt it. Like at the end of the day, it's it's weird because you know the argument now is is the fix on because at the end of the day they also said that this probably was one of the deepest women's track teams that Team USA has had in a very long time. Now, other news related to this news, there was another young lady that is now ineligible to run in the same race. Now, the crazy part about this is this was a five-year ban. Five years. Now, at the end of the day, the details connected to this one, they mirror almost the same thing, but it is definitely not because this one, I, I think, is a little even more awkward to me. Now, Shikari recently lost her biological mother a couple days before she qualified she said she was emotional wreck which is not hard to believe she also said that at the end of the day where she was at 
marijuana was legal. Yeah. Let's point that out. That's very that, that's a very big piece of the puzzle. That is a very unique yeah, piece. To point out because at the end of the day, if you're in Oregon and you blaze up right now, you're legal. Yeah. It's no if and buts about it. Now, let's just say this. The young lady still took the right stance and said, I apologize. She said, my mind was going through a million things. This was something that I'm not taking a stance and saying, well, what did you expect? She said, I'm human. I was going through a lot of things. So it's not like she had an ego. And she was like, hey, you know what? What did you expect me to do? My mom just died. No, she didn't say it like that. The other young lady, let me see. Her name is uh, Brianna McNeil. The other young lady, she turned around and she had a suspension. I think it was back to 2020. But this was after, and I hate to even say this, this was after she had an abortion. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to what I'm just saying. L- listen to what I just said. Like, this was after she had an abortion. These are two situations that are highly emotional. You can't expect a person to be perfect. They didn't go out and kill anybody. They didn't hurt anybody. What do you feel about that, bro? Because I'm I'm looking at both stories in my head. I'm just like, I don't know. This is this hit this hit home personally because I'm like, we all go through things in life, and at the end of the day, we get punished when we don't respond the wrong way. I guess by man's. I mean, you gotta look at it. Like, what is the wrong way now? What is the right way? Because weed is legal. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just asking because this is—I don't know, man. This is, man. Listen, when when we became legal, and I guess we're getting on that topic, we became legal. There is, uh, there's an unfortunate situation that I believe a lot of people don't realize, and that is state laws, federal laws, all that. But businesses, companies, organizations. They have the right to make their own rules. And I think a misconception with a lot of people is that they believe a federal law translates to a work law. And a lot of times it doesn't. And the thing is, is that it's unfortunate because her situation is so minute compared to those that we've heard of. And it's so unfortunate because it does feel like an overreach, especially for Bri- uh, Brianna McNeil. That that's ridiculous. I mean, that story has a lot of details, but the punishment for five years is 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 it's asinine. So, um, unfortunately for Shikari, the biggest issue is is that whenever it comes down to proving something or or, or doing someone wrong. It's never the long-term issue. Five years from now, she may go on to the next Olympics, win it, and we will for- we won't forget. But we will we will know where she came from from this day from this moment. Understand that she rose through a, a great deal of situation, a great pain, a great involvement. Something that for a lot of us is is disheartening, and we're not even going through it. But at the end of the day. Rules are rules. And in the short term, the immediate reaction, this is what happens to a lot of a lot of people. 
who are who go through situations to where they are wrongly accused something happened unexpected things happen that that humanly possible that sometimes cause a situations that we can't get out of and it's not always sticks but for that immediate moment she's dealing with it and like i said two months from now two months from now this could be swept under the rug but what it's cost this young lady will never be forgotten and 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 that's the sad part long term i think she'll be fine but for the short term the issue is it's really it, it's man it's, it's just hard i look at it like this i think at the end of the day it's it's a little bit it's a little bit more complex and i think the reason is rules are rules that's what they that, that's what a lot of people say I will say this Rules are rules Until they're not convenient For you Indeed So in this situation I'll say this I don't think rules are rules In this situation Because we got Michael Phelps Michael Phelps in 2009 He tested positive Three months after He had just won Gold medals Prior to the World championships now, a lot of people are going to say he wasn't in the Olympics at that time. He had already won. Okay. Reggie Bush had already won his Heisman. Reggie Bush was stripped of his Heisman after he won the Heisman. Now, let's ask ourselves, what is the difference between Reggie Bush and Michael Phelps? It's pretty obvious. I'm not going to say it, but you at home listening, no. So at the end of the day, I don't think it's just the rules are the rules. I think the rules are bent and made adequate for certain people. And the reason I think that is because here's here's the proof. At the end of the day, there are two more young ladies that just became ineligible from another country, and they happen to be black. And they say that the test the testosterone levels are too high. Okay, now a lot of people at home are like, wow, that's four. That's four black girl track stars now. Also, in these Olympics, they do not want any Black Lives Matter slogans. So here's the thing. Is Tokyo basically saying that we got rules and we're strict on drug policies or... Is Tokyo basically saying we're going to take a stance on certain things that we just don't we don't want you to do on our turf? Which one is it? That would be my question. Because here's my thing. It doesn't look good. The rules sound great because they're on paper. And it sounds like, okay, you know, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't pass this test. You can't run. I get it. Yeah. It sounds simple. But the examples I just gave you, what do you think about that? Because to me, it sounds good what's in black and white, but their actions that they're doing now, it's making a lot of people scratch their head like, okay, wait a minute. What are we doing now? Okay, Reggie Bush, Michael Phelps, Chicago. Reggie, um, for those who don't know, Reggie, was um, his family took benefits from the school and they came into his high school. And that was that. Was that. Um, the thing with Michael Phelps is, is that Michael Phelps never actually tested positive for THC. It was a picture that was shown afterward, and he did he did not get stripped. He did get suspended three months. So the the 
the, the Michael Phelps is is a unique one because he he also at that moment you can argue was considered the greatest Olympic athlete of all time at that point. The man had like twenty seven medals, and his fall from grace was I'll admit it was not as publicized as Shakari. Now he was suspended for three months. He um again never tested positive. So that Michael Phelps one is a unique one to compare because it's similar in the sense of it, it, it was an athlete that was ostracized, that was canceled, but the timing of it was after the Olympics and he never tested positive. Now, as far as the Shikari, the Brianna McNeil, the other two girls, I mean, I don't think, and you mentioned to me earlier, um, racism is not just in America. If you go to these other countries, darker skinned people are treated worse. I mean, internationally. And without a doubt, if I had to put my money on Black Lives Matter is at the top of these Olympic games. When they talk about what they, you know, you know, listen, everything is planned. What they want to see, what they want to depict, you know, like the, the, the energy, the vibe. Black Lives Matter, I can get. I guarantee you, Asian, I guarantee you, they will have something of Asian hate. I guarantee it. And listen, you know it's going to be some message of stop the Asian hate is in Japan. Absolutely, yeah. No. And there would be no Black Lives Matter. And at the end of the day, Shikari, you can argue, and again, I don't want to use name drops to kind of, but j just to give it a, a sense, and this is R.I.P. George Floyd, his his situation was the spark. Shikari, you look at her when you see her race, you hear her talk. You can you can just feel the black excellence, the black confidence, the Black Lives Matter coming out of her. And and this is what I was saying about short term. They're gonna put something on paper that has your that's right, rules are rules. By the letter of the law, she should not be allowed to race. But of course. This is much deeper because I guarantee her name was Sandy, Sandy Richards, and she had blonde hair, blue eyes, and ran her same time as she was white. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, can't I, argue that. So I mean, I look at it like this: it's as simple, it's as simple as it's, it's an analogy that can people can picture at home. That analogy is right now: Tom Brady goes out and tests positive right now for THC. He's playing first game of the season. He's playing. Period. By the time they finish investigating it, the, the Buccaneers might be 6-0. Yeah. Now, at the end of that, if Jameis Winston I, I about to say. goes out and, tests and he tests positive for THC, he's out for half. He's out before the game even starts, the season even starts, right. and he's not even starting. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pull him off. I'm just saying. And that's why I say it's, it's the yeah. rules are the rules only when they're convenient for those that make the rules. And, and that's the point of and short term. They, yeah, they can, short term, yeah. Yeah, make it look like, yeah, this is the right thing. But, right, it's it's so deep. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's deeper than that. You know, like I said, the, the sad part about it, um, definitely, you know, to, to, to close that subject, I definitely hope that, you know, I don't even want her to run because they say she, she, she has the, the relay option. That she might be eligible for, I wouldn't even run. And, and to me, I feel like just me. I'm just my opinion. I don't know. To me, I feel like that's a big slap in the face for one reason. 
you're going to let USA get the glory, but you ain't going to let Shikari Richardson, the individual. Exactly. That's what it is. Yep. Now, listen, that wraps it all up pretty much. Like I, I know we went through a whole bunch of facts and back and forth and, and, and you no know, points, but at the end of the day, they don't mind Shikari winning for USA. That team, yeah, yeah. Win, win the gold medal for us, but Shikari? That's, that's what I was looking at. I was like, no, you know what? Point, I'm man. not showing up. We can cancel that. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know, I'll root via FaceTime or something else with my teammates. But at the end of the day, yeah, I agree with you. I'm not showing up. She'll be at the next one. She'll win it then. Yeah. Listen, I think at the end of the day, there's only one solution to it. And that one solution is if I was Team USA, and I don't just mean the track team, if I was the basketball team, if I was anything associated with Team USA, I wouldn't play. I wouldn't run. I wouldn't jump. I wouldn't hit a backflip. Anything, <laughs> anything that is Team USA, I wouldn't do it. Because here's the thing. They have the power to change how successful these Olympics are. Period. There is no, listen, there is no discussion possible about that. These countries, they come from other places just to battle the United States of America. I'm just saying, it's a fact. There are bragging rights. There are gold medals. There are endorsements. Listen, I, I will say this only because you know for a lot of us we don't know what the olympic experience is like we don't know and i would love for a lot of these people to achieve their goals but i will say this i think we learned one thing last year in american sports nba players have a lot of pull i if if i'm with you on this i believe the basketball team oh if they sit down it's over they should sit down i feel like a lot of those guys i I know they want to go and i get it but i feel like they have the power a lot of athletes don't have. You know what I'm saying? I think the track and field should go. I think you should go prove a point. You know, let them know, listen, we got our girl back. But the basketball team, and listen, I'm not saying they should do it. But all I'm saying is if they were to do it, I'm on board. That'd be the, think about it. USA not in a basketball tournament? Yeah, that, no, if they're not there. That'd ruin the whole tournament. Yeah, no, if they're not there. Yeah, that'd ruin the whole tournament. If, if they're not there, that's it. Yeah. That's it's a wrap. Yeah, that's pretty much I'd say about eighty to seventy percent of the ratings. Oh, the ratings, yeah, indeed. easily, easily. I mean, yeah, the only other good team we might know of and people like the Croatia, Turkey. I'm like, you know, what I'm just saying, like those are the teams that USA play. But exactly, yeah. Come on. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Listen, man, we got to talk about this too, man. We got to talk about exactly something that you know I saw against the timeline, uh, and it was kind of weird. It came up on the feed. Iggy Azalea, she dropped a new record. I am the strip club, goddammit. That's the name of the record. She is the strip club. I feel like if she said that in the strip club, it'd be the same response. Basically, I believe if she said that in the strip club, this would be the response. You stupid. Listen. <laughs> Let me say this, man. I saw the video. I saw about 20 seconds of it. First of all, let me say this. I am getting sick and tired of being sick and tired of the Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion lookalikes in these videos. I'm tired of it, man. God damn it, can we get creative? I am tired of it. Like at the end of the day, shots out to Cardi, shots out to, to Megan Thee Stallion, but I am tired of it. Like at the end of the day, I looked at the video and I thought it was Cardi B. That's what's hot. 
<laughs> I thought it was Cardi B. When I looked, I didn't even know it was Iggy. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, are you comfortable in your own skin? I, I saw still. Jesus. One no. One no. No, she's not. My God. No, she's not. And I saw still shot. And what they were saying, black, black fishing? I don't even know, like, man. I saw the outfit. All I could think was like, is this like a, a like trailer park version of what? I was like, what the, what am I looking at? Like, I got nothing against Iggy. Iggy's okay. You know what I mean? I, I don't bump that much of her music, but at the end of the day, she's okay. Like, I Iggy's I remember artist. on Mediocre, I gave her props because that she had a flow on there with Tip, with T.I. I remember that record. Like, they, you, they went you, hard. You did give her props. Yeah, I gave her props for that. But, I mean, when I saw this video, I instantly thought it was Cardi B. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, No. Like, no, I'm not seeing this, bro. What do you think about this? Like, number one, <laughs> when, I, when I saw the video, I sat there and I was like, okay, what the hell is going on? They're on a 16-wheeler in the middle of the road. But I'm the strip club. But I am the strip club. So not once in this. Mind you, I haven't watched it. I'm not an Iggy uh, even admirer, if you want to call it that. So I don't follow Iggy. All I can think of when I think of Iggy is that one. You stupid. That one sway. When she was sway, she was popping. And that nigga called and said, man, that shit is trash. Sway was, oh, come on, man. <laughs> listen, man. I'm, listen. And you know what's hard about it? What's hard about it is it seems like Iggy is always at the butt of the joke. No Bruh. pun intended. But listen. I'm just I, saying, man. I, I, I remember Jesus. Iggy first came out and somebody spoke about Iggy how. You know, they said she's really not that talented. First, she was doing something else, and then yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But I, I will say this about Iggy. Um, Iggy is like Paris Hilton. You know Paris Hilton? No, absolutely. I, I can give where you're going with it. I have no clue. I but still don't, yeah. Paris Hilton, I guess, because because she's part of the Hilton Hotel. So she was friends Shouts with, out to Hilton. Shouts out. She was friends with Lionel Richard's daughter, the white girl. So I guess they were like... Right, you're right. Probably. It was kind of like a little click. It yeah, was like I, what I think, like the Miley Cyrus, the Hilton. Yeah, the, so I, I guess yeah. they were. I guess point is that's Iggy. Iggy, like, listen, she, her rap career. It, I, I can't call it a career. It's more like a rap pop up. It, but, it, you know what I'm saying? But she stays relevant because she's listen. Iggy is not ugly. No, she's not. Not long shot, and she is pretty thick for a white girl. For a white girl. Is she Spanish? Okay. At this point, after I saw the video today, I don't know what Iggy is. Okay, that's. I'm just point. saying. I'm just pointing that out there. I think you know she, she did have a surgery, um, you know, a couple enhancements and things like that. And I think Iggy's. I think Iggy's dope. You know, in her, the way she comes up with these concepts, I will say that she's, she's creative. But I'm, I'm feeling like she's trying to mimic. She's trying to mimic she's certain to trends to stay yeah. relevant, but. She's not even making it a little unobvious. Like she literally just did a video and looks like Cardi B. Like I'm not saying not a little bit. Again, not not a teeny bit, but just like God damn. I don't know Iggy Azalea's music, but I don't think Strip Club comes to mind. So for her to come out and say I am the Strip Club, that just shows you she's reaching. But you know Mike will, you know he gave her the cosign, and it, you know I think ever since that, uh, what was the song? Twenty three. Oh, with Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Oh, that was Miley Cyrus. Okay. Yeah, but, that was but, Miley. But, but she had a couple records. I'm pretty sure. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But she's been taking this twerk thing 
she put it this way i'll even say this let's let's think about it for a second iggy was one of the first ones as far as female artists to try to brand like the really you know when the twerk movement really started going Mm-hmm. Iggy was Iggy. No, no, no. I didn't say she made it hot. No, no. I'm saying she. She was one of. She's one of those groups. But like before, before Cardi popped off. Oh, of course, yeah. Before Cardi. Before Megan even came out. Yeah. She was the one that was in that that upper echelon I mean, group in the early stages. She was damn near with Nikki. Like she was around kind of the early Nikki. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, like I, she I was. That, yeah. She was. She was there, and I feel like you know she's still probably not realizing. Okay. The twerking sensation has already blew up. It is already there. You're not considered one of the forefathers anymore. Like you're, you're considered indeed. Iggy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think when I saw the video, first of all, it's 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 creepily weird to me. It's not even I don't know what it is. It's like the fast and furious on a 16-wheeler in the middle of nowhere. Like that's what it looks like. You know, like when they used to open the back of the truck and like the night rider, you know, the car comes out. Yeah. That's what it seems like, and the choreography is. We'll leave that there. I'm not going to even talk about it, but yeah, I, I'm not checking for it. At the end of the day, she says she is the strip club. I take your word for it. Shouts out to the dancers. Um, I take your word. For it. <laughs> yeah, take my listen. This is one of my opportunities where I will say this: if you take anything, just take my word. Don't even expose yourself to seeing that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's going to be a waste of time. Um, ladies and gentlemen, listen. We got to talk about this too. This is another interesting topic, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of days ago, uh, Biz Marquee, social media, the social media world, got a a very, very, very bad news. Um, I don't know who put it out first, but apparently, a lot of people had thought that Biz Marquee had passed. Biz Marquee, for those that don't understand or don't know, he is a hip hop legend. Indeed. Hands down. Indeed. You're talking about the human beatbox, number one. The, the first one before Dougie. Before Dougie. Before Dougie. And you're talking about the song that almost everybody has heard at least one time <sighs> in America, across the world, any country you're in. Any. <sighs> and you say she's just a friend. Bro, I mean, in different versions. Oh, baby, you. Oh, man. That song has kind of like been on almost every soundtrack across the globe. Somewhere somebody makes a joke about it, somebody talks about it. That's how popular the song is. Be real with you. That might be one of civilizations. A hundred oh, yeah, no. favorite. You, you dig what I'm saying? Like nah, and I, I I never thought about it that much until now you mentioned it. Yeah, no, that song is that song is rooted deeply. That's just like don't worry, be happy type. Dig what I'm saying? No, it's definitely I would say if you had a list of the top fifty songs or top hundred songs in the world, it's, it's in there. That song's in there. Indeed, gotcha. Ladies and gentlemen, Biz Marquis is, uh, he's still alive. Let's point that out there. Let's go ahead and let's kill all the news yeah, with that. His family released a statement. They said they don't know who was responsible first for uh, reporting that he had passed, but they are still asking for prayers. He is still in the hospital. He's fighting for his life. He's had a couple strokes. He's had a lot going on in the past decade. And, you know, social media, once something comes out, people run with it. And it was trending, man. I saw it and I was like, oh my God, here we go again. Like I was ready to believe. And then somebody from the family representing them, thank God they came out and they put it out there first. Remember this happened with X. Rest in peace, DMX. Remember first first thing we got, oh, X is gone. And then the attorney came out and was like, no, he's not going yet. So, you know, the family's asking for privacy. And the one thing I want to bring up, 
I think we're in a uh, social media right now. I think we're in an age where everybody wants to be the first. Bruh. To like say something. First of all, you, you already know you got to pay Soldier Boy royalty. I mean, I'm he's just. He's the first at everything. I mean, I'm just saying, I think people want to be the first even for the wrong reason now. Listen, you are absolutely. I mean, that could be social media at its damn definition. It's the first. Everybody does everything they possibly can to get noticed. And when they want to be noticed, they want to be noticed first. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just. You, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's just weird because it's like, even when it's about somebody dying, people are like, yo, I got to put this out because I got to, like, man, like, man, person full blown, still alive. They probably sitting there talking to their family. Yeah. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, let you tell it. They've been gone six hours. So, I mean, I just think, I just tell ladies and gentlemen, when we get news, man, let's sit tight for a little bit because, you know, you never know who these people are admired by. You never know how this affects fans. Like, you're talking about Biz Marquis, you're talking about a hip-hop guru. Somebody that literally, when you talk about hip-hop, he, he invented probably the voice box using his mouth. Yeah. That, of so many records, you wouldn't even believe. People used to just call him to do acapella. Yeah. Yeah. Man, listen, I, heard, I was listening to a record, a Beastie Boys record. And at the end of the record, you know, every now and again, they have, like, extra stuff. And it was actually Biz Marquis showing them a way to rap one of their verses. Like, you don't realize, like, Biz Marquis, outside of just a friend, like I said, you don't realize, dog, this guy, it's a reason why he's still relevant. Like, it, it's because th this man is everywhere. That's one. Two, social media. I remember as a kid, as a kid, when we had the flip phones, and I forgot who it was they said that. I forgot who it was. It was it was a person, and of course, everybody was like, "Nigga, what? You trying to find out?" Right, right, right. That is the downside of not having access to quick information, right? The 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 downside or the bad side of it is the opposite end. At at some point, bro, you gonna get desensitive to it. Like at this point, every out on the way here. I saw a message that said the, the tragic life of Matthew McConaughey. I'm like, this nigga just died? So it had me going on Twitter <laughs> yeah, to see. Man. So it's like, yeah, it, like, bro, sometimes after a while, people going to get real desensitive to it. And it's just going to be just rumors that, that are, it already is. But. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's just, I don't know, man. I just hope that we can, you know, find some discipline to confirm our stories a little mm -hmm. bit better. Yeah. Before we report them, because you never know who you're hurting in the process. And some of these people, man, like I said, you remember the other, you know, you remember like what a month ago, I saw a mystical trending. Yeah. And I freaked out. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because this was, you know, right around the time we had Black Rob, we had DMX. Indeed. We had all these things happening. Then we had, you know, um, Humpty, uh, the Digital Underground uh, uh, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, like, G something. Yeah, G Shock. G Shock, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, come on, calm down. We, so, ladies and gentlemen, thoughts and prayers to Biz Marquis' family. Uh, we definitely hope he pulled through. They, they're saying right now the chances are not that good, but, you know, we're still going to keep hoping. We're still going to send those prayers to him because we appreciate his contribution. Definitely the hip-hop and everything he's done, man. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a commercial break. You already know what it is. This is the one and only show that you got to listen to. 
all the time, every day, whatever you're doing, it doesn't matter. That's the reason why we're unapologetic. We'll be right back right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, there has been some news that has just come up that there is possibly a new versus coming to us. And I got to tell you who it is. It possibly might feature Mr. N-O-R-E versus the legendary Beanie Siegel, ladies and gentlemen. The Broad Street Bully. The Broad Street Bully himself, yes. The one and only, I can feel it in the air, you know, the, Mr. Mac, Mac Truck. Hey, hey, listen, I'm going to say this. These have been some pretty good matchups, man. Noriega versus Beans? Think about it. Noriega, obviously you can have those kids. Now I'm thinking about what Bow Wow did by bringing out people. Could you imagine people who could come out on this battle? That's interesting. I don't I don't I don't know if they would actually I'm not that not see the difference is Bow Wow and, and Soldier. I think that was just that is something I don't think we're gonna see that often. I'll be honest, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I think Bow Wow and Soldier, they definitely, they, they, first of all, they're 10 times younger. Let's point that out. Like, we're talking about a huge age gap, but True. they're a part of that golden era. They're a part of that era that these artists were in. Exactly, yeah. But these artists are older. Ain't that many people jumping out the bed. <laughs> That's what you're saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to come in, you know. I Man, mean, we know it. Jay's not showing up for beans. Oh no, Jay's not showing up. We but, know he's not showing but up. Memphis Bleak ain't doing nothing. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, you know. I'm not saying I want him to show up. I can up see. Listen, I can see state property. That's what I'm saying. Freeway. I can see Dame. I mean, Dame would show up anyway. The only reason I'm saying is because I'm just saying like this is not. I don't think this is the most eye-opening matchup. But as far as like I said about a good matchup, I think it'd be dope. I mean, I think it'd be dope, but I don't know if it's even. This is one of those again where I'm kind of like I said, I predicted how the Soldier Boy and Bow Wow one was gonna go. I was right. And I feel like this is another one. This is another one only because Nori, I've never considered to be a lyricist. I'm just saying. And the reason I'm gonna say that is because the reason is Nori literally when the rumor started swirling he has just released a statement that he said Beanie Single can't see him now I listen shouts out to Drink Champs shouts out to all of them DJ Effin all of them I love the show I am a huge hip hop fan I know but I will say this 
I don't know what the hell Nori was smoking when he said Beanie Siegel can't see him. Let me just say this right now. (laughs) There are some battles that you fight in life. Some of them are personal. Some of them are financial. Some of them are mental. Some of them are physical. And then some of them are Beanie Siegel. There's no way in hell that Noriega's catalog can stand up to Beanie Siegel. I see. That's what I was thinking. Well, I'm just going to say that now. That is two different. That is two different. Cal- Listen, that's like broccoli. I don't know much and asparagus. Of, I don't know much of Nori's catalog. Now, to be fair, to be fair, Beanie doesn't have a dream team type catalog. No, we're talking about. But then again, Noriega doesn't. He- I don't know. No, I, don't I can't know. say that. Nope, know. nope. I know Beanie's catalog. Nope, I can't say that. Nope, 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 nope. Nothing. Can't say that. Beanie has classics, man. No, can't say that. I'm sorry. Man, name me two. I can feel it in the air. I can also That's say iffy. I can't. Nah, no, no, no. That's iffy. No, 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 no. That, that might have been Beanie's best song. That's one of his. That's one of his number one records. Literally. You can look on any streaming platform right now, and I guarantee you, I can feel it in the air. It's probably one or two. His most streamed record. Yes, easily. Easily. I mean, the sample. I mean, listen, that was one of the dopest records that year, hands down. Like, that record was in heavy rotation. Second of all, you got to think about this too. The state property beans, there's two beans. What about Capone Noriega? And see, that's what I was saying. I mean, like, we're talking about Nori, though. So you can't even use Compone. We're but, talking about Nori versus Can't use state beans. property. Man. No, no, no. What I'm saying is you said beans. I'm not using state property as the group. No, you said his, I'm his, saying his music. That's what I'm saying, saying his Capone. music. It's not like beans has classics. You got to remember beans. Beans at one point, I'll put it this way. This is the easiest way to think about it. Beans at one point was considered next to Jay-Z. So if he's considered next to Jay-Z, let's think about this for a minute. Would you put Nori next to Jay-Z? No, I am Okay, so... I'm, this, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I, don't, like, I, don't, I don't see Beanie's catalog being great. It's just not me. I mean, well, okay, so if his catalog's not great, let's talk about bars. And, and, okay. No, but that's what I mean. No, I don't no, mean... I it, it, it doesn't have saying. to be his catalog, but what about bars? Nori said that he said can't he see him. I disagree with that. I'm not saying that Beanie's not better than Nori. I, I totally agree with that. I'm just saying, catalog-wise, I mean, Beans win, but listen, I thought Bow Wow would have smoked Soldier Boy. Okay, so here's my question. If you believe that he, Beans' catalog is not all that, what is that Nori has that would beat Beans' catalog? There's maybe one song. No, 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 listen, I'm with you. I didn't say Nori would beat Beans. No, I'm asking you because I want the listeners at home to think about the same question. I'm not asking you generally. I'm just saying. Nori, the the whole Doug, what, what, that's, listen, that's a classic record. Of course, yeah. Of course. My favorite Nori record is I'm a G. (laughs) And, 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 but that's not really a popular record. So, again, again, I'm not saying Beans, I think Beans is a better rapper than Nori. By far. I don't think it's close. If you're talking about just the art of rapping, you're right. Beans, as far as bars, early him and Freeway, first of all, rock the mic. I think we're in the whole battle. If they perform rock the mic, period. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's that. But I'm just saying, 
I, I do feel like Dean's catalog is kind of underwhelming for who he is. Like, I don't think he has a... Who do you think has a better catalog? Dean's or Young Buck? I don't know. I, 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 I could say Beans and I could say Buck. Because the thing is, there's two different type of rappers to me. Personally speaking, I don't okay. think... I don't think Young Buck can hang with Beans. Really? No, I don't. I really oh. don't. I think Buck. Oh. I think Buck has lyrics, but when I oh. talk about Beans, Ooh. when I say Beans, Beans is Beans is. I, I would put it this way: Beans, There's a reason. Man. Like I said, when they were considering when Jay Z took a hiatus from Rockefeller years back, he took a little hiatus. Beans was next in command. Truth, truth. Like the he reason, was. but but it wasn't by default. It was because he was the strongest in that camp. I thought literally and physically he was the strongest in that. So that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah, no, nah, he like, was. Who was gonna tell Beans no? That's, nah, that's nah. what I thought. Yeah, no, like, no, no, no. Beans was definitely on they, that. Name that Jay Z wouldn't tell Beans no. Digging what I'm saying like that's yeah. what I thought. But I mean, listen, I look at it like this. I think Nori. I think it's a great selling point. I think it sounds good. You know, it could probably sell some tickets. You could probably get the verses to make it happen quicker. But I really, I would have to think he was smoking when he came up with that statement. And then say, yeah, I mean, because like you just said, that's all. That to me ends the whole argument. Like when most people <laughs> ask, "What records?" <laughs> plural, plural. I agree. What an S. I, I mean, mean, listen. Now, no... if it was Beanie single versus Drink Champs. The whole dream. <laughs> I give him that one. Like that one would work. But I'm just saying, man. Shouts out to Nori, man. Yeah. I, I I love his his comedy. I love the show. He's doing great things for hip hop. But for him to say this, and for you to be able to predict that he has two hot records, I am pretty sure if this does get announced, I mean, I don't think Nori. Social can get media yeah. will. Social media yeah. will probably make him. Quit. Make a call, yeah, quit. or Timberland and Swizzy will be like, "No, nah, we can't do yeah, it." Yeah, bro. I, on, at first, I that's thought, a lot of confidence. Man. I thought it was a good matchup. Now, I'm just going back and forth about it, I <laughs> it's horrible. It. Yeah, I get it. Bro. It is horrible. I like get I get it. you. Like even if somebody is not a big Beanie Siegel fan, they're going to hear three records from Beanie Siegel. And then yeah, I agree. And then they're going to be like, "Why is this guy here?" Yeah, yeah, I agree. Why is he here? I, I mean, I'm just saying, ladies and gentlemen, listen, we got to talk about this man, Bill Cosby. Yes, the pudding man, the one and only he is free. We got to talk about this because a lot of people are upset. A lot of people are not. Exactly. This is. We just did an episode about this this week and we talked about it on a let's talk about it segment. Yeah. Now, we're not going to get into the details of it because we already know. You know what happened. Yeah. We know why he's out. We know the loopholes, we know what the law didn't do. This is what I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about why is it frowned upon when people want to celebrate what they want to celebrate. And the reason I bring this up is because there have been a lot of high profile people that have made statements since Bill has got out. T.I., Timberland, Ice-T. This is just a few people, Little Duvall, and basically, you know, they're happy that he out. All of a sudden, right away, the cancel culture jumps out. Now, the reason I find this a little bit awkward 
and hypocritical on the cancel culture is because of this. At the end of the day, and I said this on the Let's Talk About It segment, George Zimmerman shot Trayvon Martin. Cold blood. No chaser. It was no other way to look at it. He went to trial. He got off. He went on tour with the same weapon that he shot Trayvon Martin. He auctioned the same weapon, mm-hmm. bragged about what he did, and we had to witness people out there saluting George Zimmerman for what he did. But nobody's talking about that. So I'm asking you something, Black. Uh, what do you think about the people that are happy that he's out? Because you saw what they did to Felicia Rashad. They tried to get her out of Harvard, and Harvard said no. They said, we're going we're gonna to roll with her. What do you think about it, man? Like, is social media, or is it just the generation itself, the world we live in? Like, what is up with the, where's the, you can have your opinion, I can have mine, as long as it doesn't hurt you. Like, where did that go? Uh, Listen, we, we're we naturally born as selfish people. Selfish, we just grow, and apparently, social media just exposing that. I, I gotta believe if you went back a hundred years to whoever was popular at that time, if you spoke to 30 people, you get 15 likes, 15 dislikes. So I would say social media, yes. Everybody opinion is so available now that you see the variety. And I, I, I'm with you on this. Zimmerman is such a topic that's just, especially a Florida, a nigga like me, that's just such a, ugh, such an iffy topic. But um, what's going on is simple. The world, and Chappelle said it best. The world is turned into bitch ass niggas. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, listen, he said it best because at this point, I mean, man. because think about it, there are people who, yo. No, some, I don't disagree. Some, some, somebody <laughs> can say something to you and you can say, you can say something worse back to them and they compartmentalize it, laugh with you, keep it moving. And then there are some who you can say something about something around them not even to them they're not and they just hear you and they gonna come let you know i don't like what you just said so, i agree i agree so right now what you have situation is is that bill was a divisive situation when he went in it was divisive some were for him some were against him a lot of us black folks were with him for the same reason we're with, we're with most anybody who's black situation something don't smell right like, like the way it went down didn't smell right. The man was supposed to serve what three years, I think. No, he was supposed to serve three to ten. Three to ten. But he's already served two. Two. Okay. So last time I checked, ain't that's what their victims do? Ain't that's what um somebody of the other skin color they go in for five years and they out in six months because they've good behavior, they've learned their lesson, they've. So, I mean, listen, let me ask you something. I don't want to cut you. Let me let me ask you something. I asked a question, and I think it's, you know, I'm going to ask it again. If somebody's family member got out tomorrow. Yeah. And let's just say they were locked up for whatever. Mm-hmm. You can come up with whatever you want to come up with if you're listening at home. Whatever the charge is. And your family member comes out tomorrow. Now, because you're happy, you want to celebrate it, 
you might go to social media and say, hey, my uh, my uncle's out or my dad's out or what, whatever, whoever they are. When did we get to a point where people are going to sit there and say and forget? And this is where, you know, I catch people off guard. This is where it's at. Did we forget when OJ was on trial? America was literally split in half. I don't mean hypothetically speaking. I'm saying America was literally split in half. Before we knew if OJ did it or not, from the moment that they started chasing that white Bronco, America was split in half. The reason I say that is because here's the thing. Whether OJ would have been found guilty or innocent, if he's found guilty 20-something years ago, and there's no social media. What would have happened? Most people say there would have been riots. And then some people said there would have been celebrations. Now we have social media. So we have the riots and the celebrations on social media. Uh, yeah. You, you get where I'm going with that? Like, we're yeah. kind of at a point now where I think everybody's looking at it now like, you can't even celebrate if your your, your, your your people been going 40 years. You can't even say anything because you got to remember. My question is, at the end of the day, who's in charge of your happiness? Who's in charge of what you can do but you? Now, if it's something that you're belligerently doing to hurt somebody else, I understand there's a problem there. You shouldn't do that. But my thing is, at the end of the day, even if you're proud of somebody or even if you're happy about it, we're in a time now people are like, no, you better not say nothing at all. It, 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 it goes to, it depends on what happens. And that, that's what I was saying about Bill. When he went in, half was on his side, half wasn't because of the allegations, which were what they were. And those allegations at that moment were a huge hot topic. And because of that, people, how can I say, like I said with the white Bronco, before you knew what happened, just because of what you heard, nation was split, right? As as soon as this thing with Bill Cosby came out, it was split. And no matter what the allegations, the facts, the proof has been, that hasn't changed. So regardless, if let's just say your loved one spent 30 years well murder, let's just say, and they came out, you're right. You're all ecstatic because your loved one is home. The next person might say that murderer should have stayed in jail. And at the end of the day... And that's okay, though. But at the end of the day, now that you have three, what, 300 million billion people online? There we go. Now you're going to get 800 (laughs) of those. Yay. Right, right, 2,000 of those no's. So, I mean, it's just the social media just bringing out what's already there. I think, yeah, I think, listen, if you take social media out, number one, Bill Cosby doesn't trend at all. That doesn't happen. Yeah, you just got to see about it when you see about it on the news. At the end of the day, like I said, not defending anything he did, allegedly. Indeed. If he did do it, then, you know, it is what it is. And like I said, instead of just looking at him, you got to look at the legal system. They allowed people to go through a whole process, a whole process, and feel like they got justice, only to come back and find out that the people that were in charge of them getting that justice knew that they skipped a step. So my thing is, listen, if you want to put pressure on Bill Cosby, listen, go right ahead. You can feel the way you want to feel. I understand. But don't let the legal system off the hook. 
don't let them off the hook because they've been screwing up since the beginning of time. And it's not going to be the first or the last time. Now, how many technicalities have we seen people get off for? Come oh, on, there's, there's dozens of them. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, so like the, the system is flawed, man. They, they don't always get the right person. Sometimes they get the wrong person. So, 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 sometimes they get the right person. So it, it, now listen, Bill had money. He played the system. He's out. Feel how you feel. Yeah, I, I mean, listen. It, it, listen, at this point, it wasn't even money. He had immunity. Immunity is legal. From that interview, right? Yeah, yep. immunity, immunity is legal. What, this wasn't even... 15 years ago. Yeah, this wasn't Bruh. even... This This is not even something that is Bruh. like... I could see if they said this was under the table. This wasn't even under the table. This is his God-given amendment. This is a right that he has. If the DEA wants to agree to it, they agree to it. If they don't, all they had to do was just say, no, we're not giving you that. We're going to trial. I mean, hey, look, listen, we got to talk about this too, man. We got to talk about Fat Joe. Fat Joe just made a statement that has a lot of people up in arms and for good reason. We're talking about Joey Crack, Mr. Lean Back. Hmm. Fat Joe said that Little Baby is the best artist of this generation. You stupid. Listen, I'm going to say it one more time. Fat Joe said that the Little Baby, the talented artist that we all love his music, dope artist, very creative. He says, though, he is the most talented artist of our generation. You stupid. I had to do it two times. Wait, he said our of, uh, or of his generation. Like, of this generation right now. So little I'm, baby generation. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. This generation. Not little baby's generation. This generation. Whatever that means. That's what I'm saying. What is it's just, I, listen, at the end of the day. <laughs> I, I just got to figure out the timeline because he could be right. Listen, there is no timeline that could explain that statement. Little baby, what 21? Maybe you mean 21 and under? I, I don't know. Listen, little baby is dope. I love his yeah. music, but basically, he's better. He, I mean, what is he saying? He's better than Drake? And that's, that's that's what I'm saying. What generation? is he saying? He's better than J. Cole? <laughs> is he saying he's better than Kendrick Lamar? Listen, depending on he got to specify because he, he can sound like he has some sense Man. or sound a complete idiot. <laughs> you got to know which one he's in, but I don't know. He sounds like an idiot. I mean, listen. I'm by, just saying. By the words, if he's saying our generation, then no, no. I don't <laughs> see any generation. I don't listen. This generation, the generation from five years ago. I don't care how far, how previous, backwards you or forward you can go. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a no for me. Like it's the what did they say? How they say it on social media? It's the it's the no for me. Yeah. Like no, this is no. Like this was, I mean, listen. If you want to say he's one of the most talented, I'll give you that. Little baby drops hits. I love his music. His no, he yeah. does numbers, man. Yeah, he does, he numbers. does numbers. Like that dude is talented, yeah, bro. I love numbers. him. But of our generation, yeah, that's bro. That's a pretty Ooh. broad statement, man. He got to clarify that because if if he's including anything, anything from two thousand up. Ooh, that's a very bad. Now I mean, you see where I'm going. No, no, with I'm, I'm, with yeah. you I'm, I'm trying to figure out the timeline because if he's talking about anything evolving, anything past three years ago, this is maybe one of the worst statements I've ever heard. It, I mean, honestly, if, we, if, if, we, if, if we're including stupid. three, you know, like years back, now if we talk about maybe the last three years generation, hey, I, listen, I can't know. No. I mean, who's beating little baby in the last three again? Guys who came out in the last three years. 
I'm not talking about guys who still going. So guys That's, who but that but you can't say that though. But, so you said but but a generation is not just three years. That's what I'm saying. You just <laughs> I'm trying to help him out. No, no. I'm you gotta to... keep it exactly to what he said. Of this generation. A generation does not okay, consist okay, of okay. three years. So, well, a generation, we say ten years, right? Let's go ten years. Okay, so definitely his conversation, so his statement years. disqualified. I mean by far, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten years. It... <laughs> I mean, man, like, listen, you got to think about the people he's insulting at that point. Okay. Uh, ten years. Let's uh, go, let's go to the Jay Z's on that list. I only want to go ten years. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. He said, "Look, I mean, listen. Shouts out, <laughs> shouts out the little baby, man. I love him, but I know, no, not at all. I'm sorry. Fact, Joe. Like, you need to lean back from that statement, bro. Like, that, that was stupid. That was bad. I'm just saying, man. And I'm just, trying to defend you, dog, because I kind of get. Listen, I kind of get what you're saying. Like, little baby does sing like the it guy, or maybe the new group. Absolutely. No, I give you that. Like, he's he's listen. He does numbers, like we said. He, he's doing. And at, and at the end of the day, I believe. Listen. I, I've had I've had the pleasure of meeting Joe before. Joe is a cool cat. Yeah, I've, I've been around Terror yeah. Squad before. Listen, man, I love his demeanor. He's humble, mm -hmm. but big homie. Nah, nah, that that wasn't the statement right there. Like that one, no, that that's the one where I think probably the next generation. He yeah, the say, next that's generation. What it was. That, that, that's what he meant. He, 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 he didn't add the word next. We got you, big homie. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go in and edit that, edit for, that you. for you. Put yeah. that in there, yeah. ship it. You know what I mean? We're going to get to the publicist and find out why they let that come out. Bruh. Yeah. Holla at you, boy. We got you. Yeah, man. Like that. <laughs> you stupid. I'm just saying, man. Listen, this has been another great show, Black Caesar. How you feeling, man? Good, man. Uh, very live show, very informative show. So I enjoyed myself, man. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you already know. We'll be back next week. We're getting ready to sign out, but you already know. All good things come to an end. And just like that, we're out.